from University Athletics. This is the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And welcome back to the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Philip Tang here with you this week as this is episode three of season two of the Burn 'em Up Podcast. It's always brought to you by Food City. A great opening weekend for the Lady Flames and Flames. We'll recap all that a little bit later on. But join this week. Our guest is Evan Moore of the Flames Cross Country team, and they opened up the season this past weekend up in Knoxville. And Evan, it was a different kind of race because you're racing only against Tennessee teams, and there's only, what, four total. So usually, you know, collegiate meets have, what, 15, 20, 25 teams running. It was four this week. So how different was that? Uh, it was definitely a different experience. It was just different in the, the aspect of you just didn't have that many bodies around you. So going into it a little bit, it didn't necessarily feel like the traditional race environment I feel like we're kind of used to. Uh, we're used to racing against, as you said, like 15, 20 teams and it can be a little chaotic. But this one was a little more toned down, four teams. Um, it just it just made it a, definitely a different environment, just a little more simple, not as high stress. And that was kind of the goal. Um, uh, Coach Morgan really just wanted us to go into it, shake off the cobwebs, get used to racing again before uh, we go to Huntsville next week. So, yeah, just raced against four teams, kept it kept it simple. But, yeah, as you said, I mean, Tennessee teams, all D1, and it was cool to line up against, like, a, a school like Tennessee as, as big as they are. So Sure, and it was also a shorter race, wasn't it? It was only, what, four miles instead of the normal Yeah, it was six. only four miles, and usually we race an 8K, which is a little less than five miles, basically five miles. And then the women's team ran three miles, and they usually run 5K. So it was shorter, which was also a little bit different. What, so. what benefits are that to running a short one to start? Um, so from my personal experience, freshman year, we did a similar thing. Uh, we went to Memphis twilight, which was also a four mile race. So, um, from my point of view, it's really nice. I'm, I'm not a freshman, but when I was a freshman coming in, running a four mile was a lot better than going straight into the eight K because in high school you run five Ks. And so, um, having that as the first race of the season, it really just allows you to adapt to a little bit longer of a race, but you're not thrown into the carnage of a of an 8K. So for uh, a guy like Kenneth Bishop on our team, who's an incoming freshman, um, I bet that was a lot better for him, just not being thrown into an 8K immediately. So it's just nice to not have to um, have to worry too much about having that strength built up from our training for an 8K right off the bat. I was going to say, with, with Kenneth learning that and some of the other guys, you know, having to adjust as well. Not too many newcomers on the team this year. A few here and there, but a lot of returners, especially from last year's team that ran in the national championships up in Seattle. Just talk about some of the guys returning that you've seen kind of really take a step forward. Yeah, so first guy that comes to mind is Aaron. I mean, that guy, he's he's a workhorse. So, like, last year, uh, he's the same class as me, so he'll be a junior this year. Um, but it's just been really cool to see his progression. Um, and I think this year he's going to be just awesome guy to just lead our team, like charging through all these, you know, these big meets that we got coming up. And, um, so I've loved, loved just seeing how he's led the team by example. And then we got guys like Matthew Fowler, who was a transfer last year. And it's, it's cool to also see him just tag team with Aaron up front and just go for it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just cool. Cause we have a lot of good returners and it feels like, uh, you know, this, this group of juniors, which is the group I'm in with, you know, you got John Fielding, uh, me, uh, Aaron and, um, Tal and Tal's actually making his debut this season. He's been injured for 
quite a long time. So it's just cool to see us be, you know, that upperclassmen group. And it's been, been really cool to see how we've, uh, played a role in the, in the team, but I'm really excited for guys like Aaron and, and Matt. Um, and yeah, and John Fielding, man, his, his training has been really good. So I'm excited to see him, but yeah, as you said, a lot of, we, we don't have too many new people, but we have, we have transfers and then we've got the one, one freshman, which is Kenneth. So yeah. The two transfers, Luke Gaddis, he comes from Emmanuel College, and Owen Pierce comes from Oklahoma Christian. Mm-hmm. Two, two schools that have pretty good running traditions themselves. Yes, yeah, they do. Owen, Owen's looking really good this year. I'm excited to see what he can do, and he's he's been a great addition to the team, just just with the guys he fits in really well. And and Luke, I've been looking forward to just get to know him better. He's he's been an awesome addition. Um, and he, right now he's dealing with a little bit of injuries, but he's he's been starting to run again, and I'm really excited to see what 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 he can do. So what does it look like for you in the off season after track season ends mm-hmm. going through the summer? What does training look like for you and for some of the other guys? So usually uh, it depends upon per person um, because some people go to nationals for track. Um, but the the uh, kind of standard for everyone is usually take like a full week off, no running, no anything, just chilling because we've been running for so long. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, and then usually do like a week of just like maybe off on running or just chilling again, just depends upon where everyone's at. And then after that, you just start base building, mileage. Nothing, we don't do like workouts. Like we usually do some workouts in the week, but going into the summer, we just do normal runs and uh, usually have a long run every week, which is, you know, like hour and a half to hour 45 of running. Um, and then you also mix in, you know, those easy days on like Saturdays and stuff that are, that are lower volume than any of the other days, but usually it's just easy base building all the way up to, you know, peak mileage, which varies for everyone. Um, we got guys on the team who run 90 plus mile weeks, and then we've got people who run 70 plus mile weeks. And some people, uh, like Tal right now, uh, he's like in that 60, 60 mile range. Cause uh, just with his injuries, it just depends. Some people can't handle his high mileage, but some people really benefit from running those ninety plus mile weeks. So it just it just depends. But yeah. So you, obviously you run cross country, also run track and field. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer which one you go with? You re- would you rather run cross country or would you rather run the distance in the in the track and field? It, it depends. So if you had asked me this question probably two years ago, I would have said cross country, but. Uh, I got a little bit more into the middle distance side of, of track, which is like 800, 1500 and, you know, mile indoor, um, which I've really enjoyed. Uh, I think it's just really fun to be really fast. Like not that you're not fast running a 5k or a 10k, but, right. um, you know, y- you have a race that lasts less than two minutes, like the 800 and it's just like, it's gone just like that. But I, I really have found to, in, uh, found to myself just to enjoy that, um, so right now, I would probably say track. Uh, I, I also just enjoy the workouts more because uh, cross country, the workouts are, I would say, lower intensity, but they're longer. So you're doing a lot more like K repeats at Fletcher Park, which is where we do all of our grass loops and stuff. Um, whereas track, you're doing really high intensity. At least there were a couple workouts I was doing like 300 repeats, like almost it felt like all out. I mean, they weren't all out, but it felt like they were. So the intensity is just higher, um, but it, you're just running faster. So I genuinely, I think I enjoy that a little bit more. Shifting subjects a little bit. Last week, you were part of the athletic chapel on campus. You and Ashton Milton, the volleyball player who was on uh, last week and coach John Moppin, our athletic director, all got to speak and then had a little bit of uh, worship as well. How were you approached about being a part of, of that service? So, uh, last year I did, uh, this thing called lead, which is a, just a leadership, um, kind of development, um, program that we did with, 
uh, Cody Finch, who uh, works here at Lee's campus. Um, and so it was just a group of us athletes that just decided to hop on board with this whole uh, leadership development uh, thing. And that was it was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I recommend that to anyone who has the opportunity to do that. But I've uh, kept in touch with Cody uh, recently and like, you know, just getting coffee every once in a while. Um, and I got a text, uh, I think a wee, uh, a little bit more than a week before that chapel. And he was like, Hey, so I got an opportunity for you. Do you want to, uh, speak at chapel at our all athlete chapel next week? And I was like, Oh, that'd be awesome. And to be honest at the time, I actually didn't even know if I could go cause we had that meet, but it ended up working out, which I was very grateful for. Um, but yeah, Cody just shot me a text. I called him and, uh, yeah, I was, I thought I'd be nervous to like just thinking about it, but I actually was just really genuinely excited. And actually when I didn't know if I could do it because of the meat, uh, I got kind of upset because I was like, dang, I really want to do this. But I was genuinely excited to do that. So that was a really awesome opportunity. So what was the process of you kind of practicing and preparing what you wanted to say to the, because it wasn't just, you weren't just speaking to athletes, you were speaking to the general least student population. So what was going through your mind of what should I say? Yeah, so... It honestly, I, I went out about it at a, in a better way than I thought I would. Cause I'd never done anything like that. Um, I, you know, going from, you know, doing like a public speaking assignment in your rhetoric and research class. And then going from that to speaking to, you know, the Lee student body is, uh, two different things. But I think the la- the first like couple days, few days, I kind of just, I didn't, I kind of just grabbed pen and paper and wrote things out about what I wanted to talk about. Um, cause the goal of me talking to the student body was to, uh, just bring, bring people together and inspire them in, in some way. And also do that through explaining my experience and my story about Lee and, you know, the Christ centered excellence we have here. Um, and so it really started with me just writing things down on, on paper and then eventually started to formulate what I wanted to do. Um, and then I ended up writing just a quick draft out, um, and then read it to Cody and then he, you know, he would give me some feedback. Um, but it honestly went really well. I really only had to write it two times and the second time was pretty good. And then I tweaked it a little bit here and there, but honestly, uh, it really wasn't as daunting of a task as I thought it would be. Um, and yes, it was only like a three, four minute, you know, speech to everyone, but it, uh, it was, it was actually pretty smooth and I really actually enjoyed the process cause it really just allowed me to, um, formulate thoughts that I already had in my head, but I didn't have a, a stage or an opportunity to share it with everyone. And so it was really cool to just be able to actually put that on paper and, you know, read out my uh, my thoughts to the student body. Putting on the spot, were some, do you remember what you wrote down of what mm-hmm. ultimately became, what were some things you wanted to address to the student body? Some of those, maybe a couple of the major points that you wanted to get across. Yeah, so uh, the first thing I wanted to really start with was that story about Eric Little. And, uh, you know, that's he's been an inspiration to me, um, you know, and from that movie Chariots of Fire ran in the 1924 Olympics. Um, but I wanted to get the point across that, uh, you know, we, we should live our lives for uh, the glory of God, not for our own. Um, and I think that's one thing that Lee does really well. But I wanted to take that story and tie it into being an athlete at Lee, but also just being a student at Lee. Because um, that, that was the main importance. It wasn't just for athletes. It was for the student body of Lee to hear. Um, so, you know, taking that, you know, that story of Eric Little running for the glory of God, not for his own glory, and um, kind of applying that into my own life of, you know, how I was raised to think of others before myself. Um, 
yeah, that was that was genuinely the biggest point. But I, I wanted to wrap it up with something. Um, I have a, a bracelet from last year with uh, the word tenacious on it from cross country, which was my word for myself. Um, and I, I just like I was trying to think of how to wrap up the speech. And I was like, man, I should use this word that I, you know, that I have on my bracelet. Um, and so, you know, I, I was like, man, tenacious can be, has such potential to be such an inspiring word because it's, it's a strong word. Not many people use it. You don't hear it every day. Um, but it just means to, you know, be persistent and to not easily be moved or, you know, you're just, just straight persistence. So I wanted to tie that word in with, you know, being persistent to bring glory to God in whatever it is, like if it's in the classroom, um, if it's, you know, pursuing friendships with people, like just, uh, you know, out on the course, out on the court, you know, whatever sport you're playing, whatever you're doing, like just be tenacious and, you know, keep going at it. Um, but I think that's, I wanted to tie that into what Lee believes, which is, you know, we want to do all of that with Christ at the center. So that was the ultimate goal of my, my speech. Definitely. Uh, I definitely could tell the students around me where I was sitting on the side were definitely engaged with what mm. you and Ashton were saying. So mm. I think it definitely, at least for a few of them, it hit home. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I got a lot of good, you know, feedback and encouragement after, which was really cool to see. Um, I didn't actually really even think about the, the after, the after fact, I just really was getting up there and, you know, speaking, but it was really cool to see the encouragement and also just see people, uh, like it really stick with them. So that was really, really, uh, fulfilling to see. Joined here by Evan Moore, the Flames cross country and track and field teams. They just ran their first event this past weekend. You got a week off, is that correct? And mm -hmm. competing at least. And then you go to where Huntsville, Alabama for the next one? Yeah, Huntsville, Alabama for yeah, for the Southern Showcase meet. Yeah. And they have one more up in Louisville. It seems mm -hmm. like Coach Morgan's been going to that Louisville meet for forever. Good D one competition again in that race. And then you've got October 21st is conference, and then November 4th is regionals. I don't remember the date for nationals, but we got to get to nationals first. Aren't guaranteed to get to that spot, yeah. but look like the Flames are well on their way there. Evan, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. We'll take a quick break and be back with more here in just a moment on the Burn Em Up podcast. I was told the place I was looking for didn't exist. A place that could refine my raw talents into something greater. Where I could ask big questions about my faith, not settling for easy answers and I could risk what's comfortable in pursuit of my dream. To join with others, find my voice, and change the world. I was told that place didn't exist. Then I found Lee. And welcome back. Philip Tang back here with you on the Burn Em Up podcast. Our thanks to Evan Moore for joining us this week as he got a chance to speak in chapel. I'm really good to hear just what he had to say in terms of his thought process of what he wanted to say to the Lee student body. Looking back at last week, we had a pretty good weekend, to say the least, for Lee Athletics. Started back on the last day of August. Women's soccer went up to Hickory, North Carolina and got a tie against an NCAA uh, team. They made it the second round last year in Lenore Ryan. They tied that one 1-1. Then while, meanwhile, here at home, the Flames got the season off with a win, a 3-1 victory over University of North Georgia. Eamon McLaughlin scored three goals in the game for the hat-trick, and that earned him Gulf South Conference Player of the Week honors. That was announced on a Tuesday, so congrats to Eamon on that one. Then on Friday, we already touched on cross-country. Both the Lady Flames and Flames finished second place out of four teams in the UT cross-country invitational. You say second out of fourth, you know, it's good, but... 
It's only four teams, but you have to remember they were running against four, uh, three other Division One schools: University of Tennessee, Knoxville, UT Chattanooga, and Tennessee Tech. So you beat two Division One schools, and the men were actually pretty close, only a few points behind of upsetting the Vols. So a great start to the season for them. Then for volleyball on Friday, the head coach Krista Fob era got underway with a 3-1 win over Tusculum. Won the first set, lost the second set, then won back-to-back sets three and four in tight matches to get the victory there. So congrats on an opening win for head coach Krista Fobb. Then on Saturday, volleyball split the day, swept Erskine, and then dropped to Lincoln Memorial three sets to one. They won the first set, excuse me, they lost the first set, won the second set, and then dropped the next two to lose three to one. Men's soccer. Went to 2-0 on the year, defeating Shawan up in North Carolina 2-0. And that game, Ryan Chudy scored twice on headers to give the Flames the win. So a shutout for the Flames in the second game of the year. And the women's team also got a shutout. Ellie Chrysler scored two goals. Alasia Nye scored another one. And the Lady Flames got their first win of the season to go 3 and, uh, 3-0 over Carson Newman to prove to 1-0-1 on the season. So great starts all the way around. For Flames Athletics. This week coming up tomorrow, um, Wednesday night, Wednesday, September 6th, Volleyball will have their home opener at 5 p.m. against Tuskegee at Walker Arena. Again, that game can be caught on Flow Sports. I'll go into that more here in just a matter of moments. And the women's soccer team will also open up their home opener against University of North Georgia at the Raycon Sports Complex at 6 p.m., trying to get their second win of the year. The Flames back on the road. They'll be at North Greenville over in Tigerville, South Carolina. They'll have their second straight game on the road on Wednesday. Then on Friday, the Lady Flames volleyball team is going to head to the Emanuel Invitational down in Franklin Springs, Georgia. They'll play two games on Friday. First one's at 10.30 a.m. against Francis Marion in Georgia, and then at 3.30 they'll take on Southern Wesleyan University, old Southern States Athletic Conference rival in Southern Wesleyan. Then on Saturday, volleyball will also still be at that Invitational in Franklin Springs, Georgia. They'll take on Erskine College for the second time this season, and then they'll take on host Emmanuel College, another old rival of the Southern States Athletic Conference back in the NEIA days. Women's soccer will head to Nashville on Saturday, and they take on Trevecca Nazarene University up in Nashville. And then the men will return home, the men's soccer team, back at home on Saturday night at 7 p.m. at the Raycon Sports Complex, and they will take on Lincoln Memorial. They'll make the trip down from Harrogate, Tennessee, down here to Cleveland. Then next Sunday and Monday will be the men's golf team. Evan Spence era as the head coach for the Flames golf team gets underway as they will go to Allendale, Michigan, hosted by Grand Valley. It's the Folds of Honor Challenge up in Allendale, Michigan. Then on Monday and Tuesday, the women's golf team will take on, will head to uh, Greenwood, South Carolina, and be a part of the Anderson Erskine kickoff tournament, part of the fall schedule for the Lady Flames. They'll look there's defense at the Gulf South Conference Championship getting prepped for that next spring, but they get their fall season underway next Monday. And that's what a look at what's coming up in terms of the schedule for this week. I mentioned a moment ago Flow Sports. That is the new home for Lee Volleyball and Basketball this year. So the last handful of years, the Gulf South Conference has been a part of the Flow Sports in terms of postseason. Well, now we've extended to watch 
You have to watch Lee Volleyball and Basketball Through Flow Sports. It's announced back in May. It's a five-year media rights extension to a groundbreaking agreement that will move Lee University livestream for volleyball, men's basketball, and women's basketball under the streaming platform to go alongside all the GSE events already on the platform. The Gulf South and Flow began our part- their partnership back in 2020 in the fall, the first partnership in Division Two. So over 600 events this year will be on Flow Sports. All the conference volleyball, all the conference men's basketball, all the conference women's basketball are going to be on Flow. Coming up at on the website, you can go and you can get a, you can see a step-by-step guide to how to set up your Flow Sports account, including pricing and everything. Um, you'll be able to watch it all on their app on Amazon Fire TV, Roku, Apple TV, Google Chromecast, the Apple Store, and the Google Play Store. All of that is available on the website. So just go and click the link and figure out how to set up to watch Flow Sports to catch volleyball and basketball. The good news is you only pay for one, and you get all the conference action in that. So football, we don't have football, obviously, here at Lee, but you can watch Gulf South football and the volleyball and both basketball so every team in the GSC will be a part of that so you pay one pricing and everybody will be able to see the Lee sporting events and you'll be able to see all of our opponents games home and away as well so go to Lee U Flames and stay up to date on all of that our fired up moment of the week you got to give it to the Lady Flames volleyball team giving New head coach Krista Fobb, her first win of the year. So that is my fired-up moment of the week. That's going to do it for this episode. Carmen will be back with us next week. So we'll have another guest for you here on the Burn'em Up podcast. For Carmen Story. our thanks to Evan Moore for joining us. I'm Philip Tang. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.